Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you all doing? Hope you've had a fine time and stayed safe during that snowstorm of biblical proportions. We got out of it on the other side. And uh, yeah, again, my bad. I didn't mean to bring that with me, but felt like Christmas about a month later, so you can't beat that, right? Yeah. All right. In any case, we got some games to talk about. Some games were actually impacted by the uh, the snowstorm, so uh, we'll go over that and what that means uh, in general. But uh, we'll get to Team Maryland first. None of their games got affected, and uh, they had a huge, huge week for themselves in a situation where it's pretty much do or die for them uh, every single game as uh, the season starts coming to a close. And the playoffs are slowly cre- creeping ahead. They had three big games uh, this week, uh, starting off with uh, the matchup, the rematch from Tuesday's soiree against the New Jersey Bears, the division-leading New Jersey Bears. And uh, Maryland, uh, Team Maryland doing a, a solid job for themselves in this one. Of course, a 6-2 defeat last Tuesday. Come back in a big way, but needed some, uh, some a little help on that to get through Wednesday. So it got started uh, 8-17 into the first. Derek Stridler of uh, New Jersey pots home his first of the year, and that puts the Bears up one to nothing. But then Team Maryland, not too long after that, five minutes of game time later, thereabouts, they pot three goals within a minute and 51 seconds, starting off with Chase Hannon on the power play. His third of the year from Noah Zotter and Will Moran ties that game up. And then 14-20, Zotter gets on the score side of things, the goal-scoring side, 11th of the year for him. Will Moran getting his 11th assist. And then 36, 38 seconds after that, rather, Zotter getting his second of the game, 12th of the year. Team Maryland, in a blink of an eye, up 3-1, to one, which is where they will uh, go into the uh, second period. And 31's in, 31 seconds into the second, I'm so excited. Can't even talk straight. Will Moran nets his seventh of the year, his third point of the game as well. Aiden Theroff with his seventh assist. Chase Hannon, 23rd assist. Team Maryland up 4-1. to one. Uh, But then New Jersey showed why they're, uh, they've been at the top of the division for most of the season. Brendan Maller gets his eighth of the year, 941 in to cut the lead in half. And then with under five minutes remaining, Oleg Egorov gets his 13th of the year to give New Jersey a one-goal deficit going into the third, and then halfway through the third period, New Jersey finally ties it up. Sam Levin's first of the year makes it 4-4. Four to four. The rest of that uh, 9 minutes and 31 seconds solved nothing, so they go into overtime, and in the overtime frame, 3-10 into it, Xavier Tremblay, 11th of the year from Noah Zotter, his 17th assist. That is the game winner. Team Maryland, big, big win for them on the road by a 5-4 scoreline. Josh Scully with 33 saves in the victory for that. So Team Maryland riding a uh, a good vibe train going back home to Maryland for Sunday and Monday, where the uh, Connecticut Rough Riders were uh, showing up. Sunday's game photos up on the Face Off Hockey Show Facebook page, facebook.com slash FOHS radio. Johnny P went down there, got some shots. And uh, it was a good day for them to get uh, for him to get some shots as uh, Team Maryland again a big big win for them six to three over Connecticut on Sunday night. Started three eleven in. Vadim Froloff gets his twentieth of the season on the power play. Nola Zotter gets his eighteenth assist. Chase Hannon twenty fourth assist, making it one 
to nothing. Uh, Team Maryland again pressing, uh, even though they were shorthanded for most of the second half of the first period. But Chase Hannon nets one on even strength, his fourth of the year. Theodore Lowndes with his 11th assist, and Jack Lamont with his seventh assist uh, makes it two to nothing. That's where it would stand going into the second period. And 130 into the second period, Xavier Trombley nets his 12th of the year from Froloff, 14th assist for him, makes it three to nothing. But in that beginning part of the frame, Connecticut starts coming back. Cooper Smith nets his 16th for the Rough Riders to get them on the board. And then uh, a minute 20 later, Luke Festa cuts the lead of Team Maryland's to one with his fifth of the year. Uh, Connecticut really digging in deep, but Team Maryland digging in deeper. Jules Jardine, 948 into the frame. He nets his fifth shorthanded from Froloff, who gets his second assist of the game, 15th of the year. Then two minutes and 16 seconds later, Noah Zotter gets on the board again this week, 13th of the year. Reese Mills, 6th assist, and Will Moran, 12th assist. That puts Team Maryland up 5-2, to two. but before the uh, period ended, 104 left to play. Jacob, Jakob Hasek, not the one that played for Team Maryland years ago, a different one, scores on the power play his third of the year, makes it 5-3 to three going into the locker room. But then Noah Huntley, just past the midway point, gets his first of the year from Gustav Helm Kurtz, third assist of the year, and Aiden off his eighth assist of the year. And that's all she wrote. Six to three, the final. Josh Scully again in net. Another big win for him. 25 saves in this one as Team Maryland keeps rolling. But it was an evening game for Team Maryland. They had an afternoon game uh, on Monday against the same Connecticut Rough Riders. And they got a little bit, uh, got a little bit down early. As uh, 11.45, and that's when Connecticut started scoring. Victor Gonzalez gets his fourth of the year, uh, making it one nothing to the Rough Riders. And then less than two minutes later, Luke Festa gets his sixth of the year, makes the Rough Riders lead 2 to nothing. 15 seconds into the second period, Festa scores his second of the game, puts him up 3 to nothing, and it all seemed a little drab for Team Maryland. But fighters fight, shooters shoot, and that's what happened here. 6.15, and Reese Mills starts the comeback with his first of the year. Noah Zotter fit 19th assist. Will Moran, 13th assist. Team Maryland on the board. And then 7.52 in, Xavier Tremblay nets his 13th of the year from Vadim Froloff, his 16th assist, and Aiden Theroff, his 9th assist. 3-2, to two, no other scoring in this frame, although the shots heavily favored Connecticut. Um, nothing happened, and Jake Houston was huge in that second period as Team Maryland was outshot 18-7 to in that frame, but they were able to net two goals of those seven shots. Into the third period on the power play just about midway through, Chase Hannon nets his fifth of the year from Froloff and Moran. Uh, Froloff's 17th assist, Moran's 14th assist on the power play. And then a, uh, two minutes and six seconds later, Xavier Tremblay gives Team Maryland the lead on his 14th of the year shorthanded from Froloff. That's his third assist of the game. And uh, 18th of the year, Team Maryland up 4-3. to three. Then with 4.30 remaining, Zotter strikes once again this weekend. Uh, 14th of the year, Chase Hannon and Theo uh, Lounsis gets his uh, gets the assist. Hannon's 25th assist, Lounsis' 12th assist on Zotter's 14th goal. And then under three minutes remaining, Tremblay finishes off his hat, his hat trick from Froloff. And Jack Lamont, 19th for Froloff, Lamont's 8th assist. And that's all she wrote, a big character win in this one, 6-3 to three is the final. 41 saves for Jake Hewson, who uh, coming in after a couple of games off due to uh, little maintenance issues. But a huge, huge win for Team Maryland, especially when it comes 
to the standings overall. And when we look at them, that they went were, went from fifth to third within a week span. They are tied for third with the uh, Philadelphia Little Flyers and currently sit 16-14-2 overall. Nine points separate uh, fourth place from first place. Uh, and then just overall, this conference is still up, or this division is still a little bit up for grabs in terms of playoffs uh, from that. So we will see what happens. Uh, Team Maryland Road does not get any easier. They would take on the Pennsylvania Huntsman up there in Pennsylvania, wherever the Pennsylvania Huntsman play these days. Uh, so they will be taking them on. Always hard to play on the road against those guys. I think the home team has won every single matchup uh, between those two teams this season and then on Monday the Philadelphia Little Flyers the team that is uh battling it out for that third spot and and in, in general just a playoff spot for team Maryland will come to town or will they will be up in Aston uh PLF and team Maryland we will bring you all the results for that and also uh, a big week for a team Marylander uh last week Vadim Froloff got uh the star of the week with his six goal performance in uh a uh, couple games and three games. And then uh, star of the week this week, that's right, Xavier Tremblay. Uh, his uh, his hat trick definitely helped a whole heck of a lot, uh, I'm sure. But uh, he got uh, seven points, all goals in four games played, two game winners for himself as well. So a big, big weekend uh, or big, big week for him to get star of the week. So a good showing from Team Maryland. They got to keep that going for the next few games as uh, they are in the thick of it. 13 more games remaining for Team Maryland in the regular season, and they will hope to see the uh, postseason as well. A lot of those games also coming on, not only on the road, but also uh, there's, for some reason, a late-season showcase. Um, so only uh, three more home games, it looks like, uh, all in February before the playoffs start. So get down there if you can. To uh, cheer on Team Maryland as uh, they look to get some momentum going into the playoffs. Stevenson University men's program. They uh, went up to the Pittsburgh area, went out there to take on Chatham. And again, my goodness, this team is uh, is doing their dang thing as they continue their winning ways. Uh, nothing happened in the first period on Friday night. Well, at least not in goal scoring situations, but Stevenson gets the lone goal in the second. They had to wait till 6.03 left in the frame when Blake Benson nets one to make it one nothing, breaking the ice past the halfway point. Uh, Rhett Evgen and Zach Bannister on the helpers there. And then in the third period, Eric Olsen strikes 2.30 in to to make it 2 to nothing on, uh, with Kyle Lightfoot and Jake the Snake Roberts getting the assist. But Chatham comes back quickly after that with Carson Granier. Uh, netting one unassisted, two, making it 2-1. to one. And then minutes later, Lucas Roth tying the game up in the third. But the power play was the big factor there for Stevenson as halfway through the third period, Malcolm Palmer lets one go from the point, gets through a bunch of people, puts it home. Third of the third of the game for Stevenson, and that is the final, 3-2. to two. Blake Benson on the assist on Malcolm Palmer's goal. Stevenson wins this one. Three to two tie out and another solid performance. Thirty saves in the victory for uh, Stevenson, and they look to do it back to back on Saturday. And it was again a situation where there was no goal scoring action in the first or second, a very tightly contested competition. But then Rhett Evgen 
he pots home the opening uh, goal with almost with 307 or sorry 306 remaining in the regulation. Nets one. Zach Bannister, Aiden Graham on the assist, and Frank Fatucci throws one home uh, with 126 remaining into the empty net, uh, all alone. And that's the final two to nothing. Stevenson shuts out Shadham, and uh, Ty Alton gets himself a 31 save. Uh, shutout and shouldn't be a surprise. He gets uh, MAC Player of the Week. He gets UCHC Goaltender of the Week. Uh, this season, he's got four shutouts in, with 13 wins, and uh, 79 saves. This weekend alone, two wins, a shutout, and 61 saves for himself there. So Ty Alton reaping all the benefits of uh, jumping into Division Three. Uh, from the U Sports up in Canada. And uh, people who follow the Maryland Black Bears know how talented this kid is, uh, considering the fact that he was a thorn in Maryland's side when they played Maine uh, a few years back. So Ty Allen uh, getting uh, getting the flowers he deserves and a big one for that. And they're going to have to be coming up big this time. Arcadia, they will be uh, playing a home-and-home home at Arcadia on Friday. And then um, they will be uh, taking on Arcadia at the uh, Sportsplex on Saturday evening. So if you have time, go check it out. There's a double hitter, a Bruin as well, as we'll talk about things here in a moment. Uh, but it is a uh, 7 o'clock start time at Reisterstown Sportplex. Don't you dare miss it. On the flip side of things, the Stevenson women, they were uh, they were traveling up to Wilkes for a minute, take on the uh, Wilkes University, and uh, it was not, the, not a... Uh, not the result they had wanted. Power play determined the first uh, period on Saturday. This, these, this game got pushed back, I do believe, from uh, Friday to Saturday and then Saturday to Sunday um, because of the weather. But Stevenson uh, and the special teams on both sides of the puck, really, were the factor in the first period, starting with uh, 253 in. Uh, Tilly Wurzema gets the first goal for Wilkes on the power play, uh, and then that makes it one to nothing. And then uh, just back and forth side to side. Then Frankie Capello gets a power play goal of her own from Gracie Payne and Cassie Campbell with a minute and 55 remaining in the first to tie the game up going into the second. Then in the second, that's when Wilkes kind of went to work too. Uh, Milika Velshek gets uh, gets the goal, puts Wilkes up 2-1, to 3.59 into the second period. And then uh, Kylie Dubay, 11.45 into the second period, puts Wilkes up by two. And uh, then 12 seconds into the third period, Haley Bouchard pots one home, makes it 4-1, to one, and that is your final in that. Stevenson drops Saturday's affair 4-1. to one. Ansley King, 36 saved in the, uh, in the uh, defeat. A big, a lot of shots faced on her as well. So, um, yeah, not the, uh, not the result they wanted. And then on Sunday, uh, again, not the result that they wanted. They started off well midway through the first period. Carly Barwick gets Stevenson on the board first from Emma DeMann, uh, and that makes it one to nothing, Stevenson. But that was all that would be said about this uh, for Stevenson. Bella Kaczorski for La Wilkes gets uh, the game tied 14-14 into the first period. And then Jordan Ferry gets it uh, two to one, two forty-four into the second. Uh, it was a back and forth matchup, and then the third period, Wilkes blew it wide open. Haley Bouchard four forty-three and short-handed 
makes it three to one for Wilkes, where Amanda Spreadbury, uh, power play goal just past the halfway point in the third, makes it four to one. Then Jordan Ferry, or not long after that, gets one on the board for Wilkes. It's five to one, and then on the power play again, a minute and change after Ferry's goal, Sabrina Kolarczyk pots it home. Six to one is your final as Stevenson goes down in defeat. Olivia DeGuire, 29 saves in this one as uh, Stevenson, again, fall short on the weekend. They will have uh, uh, a, a kind of a similar schedule to the men's as they will be uh, facing a home-at-home against Arcadia at Arcadia Friday and then 3 o'clock or 3.30 Eastern at Reisterstown Sportplex. It's senior day for the women. Man, that's, the season's coming to a close soon. They have three more weekends of games. And then it is uh, on to the playoffs, maybe. They are still in the hunt for the playoffs uh, for the UCHC. Uh, and we will see what they can do and possibly possibly sneak in as an ace seed uh, for that. But uh, home and home at Arcadia, then uh, home at Reisterstown, then a weekend off after that before the last of the stretch. And what was supposed to be a two-game derby between the uh, Navy and Towson turned into a one-game affair on Saturday. Friday night's game was postponed for the fact that there was a lot of uh, crappy conditions on the roadways on Friday. So they did not want to risk, and Towson is not close to uh, where it's at up here in uh, in the Harford County area for Ice World. So uh, discretion being the better part of valor in this one, they postponed Friday's game that was supposed to be at Ice World to a later date. Don't know if that's been made up yet or determined. Either way, um, they did have the game go on uh, Saturday night at Navy, and wow. Wow, wow, wow. And upset, upset central in this one. Uh, we'll get started first uh, 33 seconds into the game. Uh, Evan Ownby goes untouched, cutting through the Navy defense for his first of the year. Jeremy Wilson, 12th assist of the season. Towson getting on Navy quickly, making it a 1-0 game. But penalties were a big issue for Towson. We'll talk more about that as the game goes along. But uh, 5.33 in, Navy gets it all up. Jagden Nadiol, his fifth of the year on the power play. A power play specialist Nadiol has been this year. A lot of huge goals coming with the extra man. Uh, and he nets that uh, his fifth of the year. Porter Markle's third assist. Andrew Pencha. His fourth assist uh, of the year tied up at one. It'll be back and forth. A lot of shots in this game, 12 to 11 in the first period alone. Then we go one to one into the second. In that second period, uh, Navy gets an early penalty. And just as in the dying seconds of that penalty, uh, Kalen Abedin gets uh, a power play goal for Townsend, his seventh of the year. Wilson, 13th assist. Uh, Zach Chason, his third assist of the year. Townsend up two to one. Just a uh, just a rebound in front. Abedin right there, pots at home, and there you go, two to one. Towson then gets another goal less than two minutes after that. Jeremy Wilson, another rebound in front of the net. He pots at home for his 11th of the year off of James Harwood's shot. That's his ninth assist of the year. And then Sam Rudnick getting his fifth assist. Towson up three to one. But then power play strikes. Towson had four penalties back to back to back to back. And they finally paid on it as Nick Allen, his 11th of the year. Nice cross-ice pass from Evan Adams. And Allen makes no doubt about that, puts it home. Uh, Adams' 8th assist. Michael Rockovich, 15th assist of the year. 
uh, Navy getting to it in one. But then on one of the power plays, Jeremy Wilson just takes a uh, shorthanded breakaway, goes all the way home for his second of the game, 12th of the year. James Harwood pushes the puck up for his 10th assist. Towson up 4-2. to two. Towson actually outshooting Navy 12-8 to eight in that frame. That's not something we see often um, for Towson, especially when they when they have four penalties back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back like that. Um, so good on their penalty kill, keeping the shots at a limited emotion. 50 seconds in, Wilson finishes off his hat trick in the third period as Harwood finds him again. Cross uh, corner pass one time in front. Wilson's 13th of the year. Third of the game, Harwood's 11th assist, third of the game. Towson up 5-2. to two. Then, 5-0-6 in, Wilson gets a Texas size hat trick on his 14th of the year. Just broke in, ripped it, and it eludes the goaltender, uh, Andrew Rugg, for Wilson's 4th of the game, 14th of the year. Sam Rudnick, 6th assist. James Harwood, 12th assist, his 4th of the game. Towson up 6-2. to two. It wasn't until late when Navy got a little bit more life into him. Under four minutes to play, 3:04 remaining. Michael Rokovich gets one, a nice little redirect in front from a Patrick Laughlin shot, and Navy getting some life, cutting that lead in half, six to three. Rokovich is six. Evan Adams ninth of the year, ninth assist of the year. Justin Carl's fourth assist of the year, six to three. And then less than a minute later, Evan Adams gets back into it. Just a nice little centering pass from Laughlin. Uh, boom into the net. Uh, and, uh, yeah, ninth of the year for Adams. Uh, uh, Laughlin's sixth assist. Sean Ostrowski's ninth assist. Six to four. Could there be a miracle in uh, in McMullen? Unfortunately, no. Zach Chason, uh, with seven seconds remaining, puts home his first of the year into an empty net. Seven to four. Towson gets their first win of the season. Outshot in the third period, 14 to four, but it did not matter. They, uh, they were able to get three goals on those four shots uh, in that third period. Towson wins 7-4. to four. Daniel Ludwig, 30 saves in the victory. Andrew Rugg, 20 saves in the defeat. Um, a tough one for Navy, you have to think. Their first game back uh, from semester, and there you go. Big win for Towson. Congrats to Towson on that as uh, they needed that one. Jeremy Wilson uh, six points, four goals, two assists. James Harwood, four assists. Sam Rudnick, two assists as well. So what's next? Towson uh, doesn't get any easier. They got three games this weekend. All at home, though, all at Ice World. Uh, Lehigh Valley on Friday night. Buffalo comes in Saturday and Sunday, uh, Saturday night and Sunday morning. That'll be a tough one. 7.30 Saturday game and then a 9.20 Sunday game, 9.20 a.m. Ooh, that's going to be a quick turnaround. So Sunday's game could be an interesting one, uh, but Towson three games. Um, Navy now they they have two home games this weekend uh, against Temple and against Lehigh. Lehigh making that loop from Towson to Navy. Navy's going to have to see what they can dig deep and get going. Hopefully get two more wins again. They're on the outside looking in uh, for the playoffs as they currently sit 15 points behind Temple for that last play, last playoff spot because I do think the, it's a 16 playoff. Uh, the first two seeds get buys, so uh, yeah, uh, three points, three points per win. So we'll see how that all goes. Towson currently sitting at uh, they they're out of it um, unless it goes eight teams. I don't think it does. So uh, we will see how that all pans out and bring that back to you next week. 
Stevenson D2, they were supposed to have some games. They were supposed to have some games against Eastern Carolina, but of course the weather, she doth uh, protest too much. Mother Nature shutting down those games. Of course, for the safety, for the better part of discretion, um, making sure that that happens. So no games this weekend, but there are games for Stevenson's D2 against UNC Wilmington and UNC Chapel Hill, both down in North Carolina. They're going to take their shirts off and twist around their head like a helicopter, I'm sure. Um, so there's that for Stevenson's D2. The Navy women, they were in uh, in action against Liberty, going down to Virginia to uh, take on the Liberty Flames, and uh, a big one. Uh, the top two teams in the DVCHC this season facing off against each other, and it was a uh, firefight. Kind of, not really. It was a very defensive showcase, if, if we're all being quite honest uh, in this, is uh, very low-scoring games in both matchups. In fact, no scoring in the first period at all on Friday, on Saturday's game. Uh, shots 14 to 12. Um, so there's that. 252 into the second period, though. Navy marks on the board. Uh, Sam Clark, seventh of the year for Clark. Uh, Kayla Delato getting the assist. Just a nice little uh, rebound in tight off the Delato shot. Clark pots at home uh, for their seventh of the the year, and then uh, that's all the scoring in the second. Navy starting to get offensively uh, more chances than Liberty. Of course, they did have a power play, but by and large, that ne does not necess necessarily mean you're going to get more shots. Uh, then in the third period, though, halfway through, Lindsey Beich uh, gets the Naval Academy up by two. Uh, another uh, backhand, forehand, nice little move there for Beishi. Uh, I said it two ways, just maybe I'll get it right sometime before uh, Lindsay graduates. Fifth of the year for Baish, um, <laughs> and that makes it uh, two to nothing. Navy, 14 seconds remaining. Laura Offstrom gets uh, her 10th of the year for Liberty, but it was all for naught as Navy takes game one uh, by a score of two to one. Deanna Pervado, uh, 33 saves in the victory. For the mids, but again, no rest for the wicket. A uh, later evening game into a early afternoon game on Sunday. And things did get a little bit... Uh, business picked up a little bit more, especially in the first period. Uh, Liberty getting on the board first. Cora Williams, her eighth of the year. 11-34 into the frame. Makes it uh, one to nothing for the Flames. The Flames out shooting Navy in this period, 19-10. to but one of those 10 get, did get through for Navy. Uh, Kayla Delano, her sixth of the year. Just a nice little centering pass from Sam Clark. Potts at home. There it is. Tie game. But unfortunately, 13 seconds later, Kate Walhoff uh, gets her 11th of the year for Liberty. And uh, that's where they went to the second intermission, or second period, rather. Second period proved nothing. Just 29 shots. Liberty out shooting Navy 15-14. to 14, uh, And no goals. In that one, so Navy had to dig deep to find that equalizer goal, and who else? Who else but El Capitone, as uh, Tina Cornelio, 17th of the year on a rebound after a point shot from Elizabeth Perry, uh, her seventh assist of the year for Perry. Navy tied uh, in the third, went battled back and forth, no goal scoring for there. So guess what? We go to a overtime, and in overtime, just past the halfway point of overtime. On a three-on-one, this is three-on-three three hockey they play in overtime, a three-on-one, and Savannah Holt makes no uh, doubt about it. Her second of the year from Sam Clark, ninth assist for Clark 
E. LaBoo, and in the net it goes. Navy comes out of the weekend with the sweep. They win by a score of 3-2 to two in overtime. Deanna Provoto gets uh, 47 saves in this one, a shooting gallery on a Sunday, but two big wins for Navy against their uh, conference uh, their conference rival, the team that they're going to probably go up against possibly in the final if they get that far. We'll have to see. I'm not going to count our chickens before they hatch. But uh, the two top teams of the DVCHC uh, showed, had a nice little clinic overall for the weekend. Navy up next. They have, uh, they're going to go to the Gardens Ice House and take on Maryland on Sunday. Uh, the Terps will be back in action for the first time this semester as well. On the men's side of Terps hockey, they only have five games left, believe it or not, before ACH, ACCHL playoffs. Uh, so they have five regular season uh, games left. They got three this weekend, uh, all at home, all at the Gardens Ice House, against Rowan on Friday night, 845, then Denison back-to-back Saturday uh, at 920 and Sunday at noontime. Uh, so if you're in the, uh, the Gardens Ice House area, you can go check that out. They also picked up two local products uh, for the second semester, Caleb Craven, former Maryland Black Bear and Owings Mill, Maryland native, is uh, signed on for the second semester. So good for him to continue his hockey career uh, in this side of things. So a, uh, a nice little uh, situation for him. And Maryland needed a goaltender this, uh, this second semester, and they did get one in uh, Patrick Adams, who is uh, out of Catonsville, Maryland, local product, former Mount St. Joe uh, goaltender hasn't played in a year. Doesn't look like it. Looks like, or at least uh, the last stats that he has fr- is from twenty one twenty two. So last year did not play. Half of this season did not play. But um, yeah, it should be interesting. Two local products on the team. You get a goaltender too. Always uh, good to have that. And honestly, uh, Adams will be pretty much out there just in case uh, uh, there's something happens. God forbid to uh, Henry Peltier. We'll see how this all goes. But, hey, beefing up for the playoffs, beefing up for the last run. So it should be interesting. Uh, Navy's D3 did play this weekend as well. They uh, unfortunately lost to Catholic on Saturday night, 3-2. to two. Uh, A tough go about that. A um, excitable, excitable uh, mid- uh, midshipman calling the game, especially for that second goal. Um, unfortunately, don't have a score sheet on that. But we do have scoring from their 6-5 to five victory over Stevenson. This weekend, um, so uh, six to five for Navy. Derek Scott had two goals. Robert Morris had a goal. James Hansen had a goal. Tyler Wenzel had a goal, and Ben Greib had a goal for Navy in the victory. Cotolres, the goaltender. I don't care about his first name. Cotolres. That's a great. That's a great just name in general. That's like a. That's like a wrestler in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Just all caps. It's great. Thirty-two saves for him in the victory. So. Awesome to see uh, Navy's M2 D3 LMNOP team back out there. Um, so uh, awesome to see them and awesome to get some results, some good results on that. And I mean, the Catholic Catholic is like 11 and 4, now 12 and 4 this year. So a, a very daunting task for Navy's uh, M2. But to be able to be within one, that's a pretty good solid showing for a, a bit of time off for Navy. That's all we have for uh, the uh, the team, so let's get to some players. Let's get to some players. Why not, Pop? Um, and I, I do mention Sam Annis first a lot because I do run this in alphabetical order. Don't run this in terms of severity and, and, and what people do, so that's why he's on them. Because, hey, 
Hey. Uh, after last uh, last week's blitz, he had a, a nice little blitz for himself, too, and an assist on Saturday and a loss to Nanaimo Moscow, but then a uh, goal against Scott St. Petersburg on Monday in overtime for Sam Annis. He's got 41 points in 52 games with Nanaimo Mints, so awesome for him to uh, to have to have the season and also to have the the season in the second half after a little bit of a uh, a rough go at it in the first half of the season uh, that he had. Micah Berger had a goal on Saturday as the Sioux Falls Stampede defeated the Lincoln Stars five to two. He's also a plus two had two shots on goal that puts him at six goals and at nine assists. Nice for fifteen points overall for the Miami uh, Miami Red Hawk commit. Um, I think, he, think he's going next year. So uh, there's that. Uh, in that instance, Charlie Serrato had an assist in his uh, first game back in a while for Youngstown. And uh, that puts him at 22 assists in the year in 19 games, 25 points overall. Uh, so he will be going to Penn State, I believe, next year, the Falston, Maryland native. He's also uh, draft eligible as well. He's uh, He's available for the draft so who knows the former first overall pick of the ushl draft uh doing better than a point per game who knows he could very well uh, get on that horse again and and you know someone picks him up that'd be good for maryland overall lacey eaton had an assist on the lone game she played this weekend on uh saturday against uh minnesota state mankato puts her at 18 goals 15 assists 33 game 33 points on the season, her brother Liam Eden over in Division Three in Finland has eight goals and seven assists for 15 points in 13 games with Kipo uh, over there. And, yeah, like I said, in Finland. Patrick Giles had a goal and assist this week, a goal on Wednesday against the uh, San Jose Barracudas, an assist on Saturday against the Toronto Marlies. Seven goals, four assists so far this season for uh, Giles. Miles Gunty had a goal and assist on Sunday. In the 6-4 victory uh, Youngstown had over Green Bay, that has him in 11 goals and 9 assists in 33 games. That's 20 points in 33 games. Uh, good work for him for the Brown commit. Uh, I believe he'll be going there next year. He'll be 20 uh, coming up here soon. So he has his eyes set on NCAA uh, goodness. Stephen Holiday had a goal and an assist on Friday. But it was not enough uh, to help Ohio State as they get swept by the Golden Gophers of Minnesota uh, in this one. Halliday having, again, an explosive uh, start to his second uh, second half of the semester. Uh, finally getting up to, again, point-per-game rate that he had last year. In his first year, 8 goals, 16 assists for 24 points in 24 games. Jesse Horacek uh, helped, uh, helped out this weekend. The Maryland Black Bears in a sweep of Philadelphia. Goal and assist on Friday and assist on Saturday, as the Maryland native has uh, 14 goals, 17 assists, 31 points in 39 games for the Darewood Maryland native. His compatriot on the Black Bears is captain, uh, Dimitri Kebrew. He had a uh, goal and an assist and a goal this weekend in the sweep. A game, the only goal on Saturday night. Puts him at 11 goals and 25 assists, 36 points in 37 games, just below a point per game average as uh maryland staying in first place in the east division bryce montgomery had an assist on uh sunday night uh as uh sent uh south carolina defeated orlando four to two uh two assists on the year two goals four points 28 games pretty good for the state the often stay-at-home defenseman 
in uh, Bryce Montgomery uh, down there in South Carolina. Jack Spicer getting on uh, the victory train this weekend. A uh, Another win for him as he let up only one goal in the shootout win over Cedar Rapids for Waterloo. 25 saves in that one. That bumps his uh, goals against average and save percentage up. He's 6-6-0. 3.11 goals against, 8.84 save percentage for him. So uh, good to see him getting things kind of going, kind of settled in uh, in the second half of the season. That'll do it for me here. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. You guys have a wonderful rest of your week. Stay warm out there. It's supposed to be a little bit more chilly, but we're getting back getting back to nice temps. So uh, be safe out there. I'm Scotty Wallace. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been uh Chesapeake Hockey Week, part of the Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction, Podcast Monsters. Um, you can uh, check us out on the Twitter, Chesapeake HW Pod, uh, for more stuff there. And uh, yeah, you guys be happy, be healthy, be safe, and play that clutch and crab hockey when you can. Till next week, peace. <laughs>